Hello and welcome to the spectacular BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Guys, let's jump right on in to yesterday's Major League Baseball headlines. And my goodness, what Shohei Otani is doing is unworldly. It is incredible. Two home runs, 10 strikeouts, pretty much went over every single prop you could imagine as the Angels knocked off the White Sox last night. And Joe, you mentioned this on Twitter that not only has Otani done some incredible things, and last night certainly was part of an incredible season that he's had, not only is he the home run leader at this point, not only is he putting a Cy Young campaign together unlike any other but now he is minus 1400 to win American League MVP what more can you say about this guy it was minus 700 yesterday so after last night's game it goes from minus 700 to minus 1400 so now you're implying a probability of 93 94 percent not high enough the odds should be higher right I mean he's gonna go wire to wire something we rarely see for any award, but that's what's going to happen here because I don't see any way. It's, God, even injury. I kind of hesitate on saying injury. I know this is a silly statement, but if he goes down, if he misses a month, is he still the MVP? That's where we are right now. And if he goes in the batter's box and he doesn't hit a home run, you're kind of disappointed. And we saw it twice last night. It was crazy. And you're right. Every prop, every prop we discussed, he went over. Like everyone you could possibly think of. The the strikeout seven and a half, he cruised over that. I sweated the outs recorded, but that just got home before he's like, yeah, yeah I better uh, I better exit this game. It goes over 18 and a half, RBI, run, you know, total bases, whatever you want to think. He went over. So if you did a, do they offer Otani same game parlays or do they remove him? Because they usually remove players that they think they're going to lose on. But if you were all in on an Otani same game parlay, you hit them all. Um, yeah, Aaron, I don't, 1450 minus 1450. What we're seeing, we're still not at the 4th of July. And I don't think it's high enough because net, what's next? Who, who's in the race with him? And I, we're not there yet. But there's also a conversation to, to have on the National League side about the very same thing. It might be really boring uh, as far as MVP goes. I'm not sure we're going to talk about it all that much. Yeah, it's impressive. Just enjoy it while you can, what we're seeing with Otani, because we'll probably never see anything like this in our lifetime again. And imagine if he didn't have that split fingernail, what we could have seen yesterday. I'm like a split <laughs> fingernail. That's a weekly occurrence for any woman. I don't know what is going on with that, but it was impressive what he did. He probably would have struck out 15 if he didn't have that fingernail. I also thought it was interesting his celebration like he doesn't want to high five the guys in the dugout after his first homer so he's got to save his arm for when he has to pitch but after that second homer he he's giving uh his teammates high fives but he he did this celebration where he just kind of like fake uh air high-fived everyone you know got to preserve Whatever that energy Ot Otani. 
yeah whatever otani needs to do he's doing it properly and so no matter if it's this you know oddball injury or not celebrating a home run as uh you know as boisterously as perhaps he should whatever he's doing as far as his routine and preparations concerned it's just fine otani is magnificent to say the least and and by the way aaron you know i i don't want and i don't wish uh anyone to have broken fingernails but if you do crack a fingernail are you still able to throw a slider or a sweeper after that's happened to you made a pitch well first of all we've yeah we've established the sweeper (laughs) as a fake pitch so i suppose you can do anything (laughs) with your fingernails with that uh so i guess it depends but especially when you have fake nails like or you get them taken off and your nails are weak underneath so many things can happen uh with nails that i have endured so it can be very painful but it's one of those things that i think women just overcome it's very i uh I see a minus 2,000. Thank you for your service, by the way. There's a minus 2,000 now for AL MVP. It's just whatever adjective you want to come up with, go ahead. Fine. Um, Like in my household, what one thing that's jumped out to me over the last couple of weeks, like the last month, my eight year old daughter, I'm surprised. She's gotten way into baseball. That's all she wants to do every night. Let's watch baseball. Hmm. And nice. and if I tell her Otani is pitching, like she gets excited. She's so amazed by it. And we're wa- we're in Chicago watching White Sox Angels and watching mostly for Otani. And all she cares about is where they are in the Angels lineup because I want to see Otani hit again. I'll go to bed after his next at bat. Like that. That's what Aww. he brings to the game. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's just it's amazing. it's amazing. Like people that aren't even into baseball, how he's bringing everybody in, and that's why. People prefer. I mean, what could we compare this to? I mean, this is unbelievable what we're seeing right now. I mean, for me, Ken Griffey Jr. growing up in Seattle, but like, it's not even close. Um, you know, compare maybe Michael Jordan for you, (laughs) different sport. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of. uh, I'm thinking of the Sosa McGuire home run chase. How you had to be in front of your Uh, television. mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Good point. And not only that, the fact that Otani is largely playing on the West Coast and you still have people staying up late to watch him, that mm-hmm. is also something that I know baseball loves because then maybe you're likelier to see the other games preceding an Angels contest with Otani on the mound. You know, maybe you're catching other West Coast games when, say, you know, he's not in the box, something like that. You're you're digesting so much more baseball in and around an Otani start, uh, baseball has to love this. And definitely, you know, Otani's putting on a show. And I was uh, looking at spot track as far as what kind of contract Otani should be expecting. And they broke it down into hitting and pitching. Otani, the hitter, should be due, say, like $300 million. Otani, the pitcher, should be due <laughs> roughly $200 million. And so My this God. idea that he could he could get a half a Gosh. billion dollar contract is within the realm of possibilities. Is there any, okay. Like this is the only concern. If you have an Otani ticket, can he be traded to the national league? How could you do that? If you're the angels, even if you think he's going to leave, you can't, you can't do it. Right. You, you just no. can't roll the dice. There's How many people many are going to be so mad if they have that ticket? Or if they paid a big <laughs> price for it too. Ooh. Yeah. But I I don't think I mean, 
anything is possible, I suppose, but mm -hmm. what Otani is doing for the Angels organization beyond just wins and losses, you don't just trade that away. Like, you're not thinking about the future of the franchise by supplementing your farm system by trading away Otani. Not to mention the fact that I believe if the uh, postseason were to start today, I think the Angels are in it. Uh, yep. I, I think they have that last wild card spot, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, or they're mighty, mighty close to it. And so, you know, there's nothing to suggest that, okay, even with an all-star break in the month, with one month away from the trade deadline, that the Angels will completely collapse. For that to occur, then, you know, Otani's probably not playing at all. Trout's not playing at all. You know, it, it's complete disaster. And what we've seen from the Angels this season is that the, the starting pitching beyond Otani has looked fairly good. Hitting beyond just Trout and Otani has looked fairly solid and formidable. And yeah, the Angels do have one of the tougher schedules down the stretch. But the way that this team has been built for this year, the supplementary pieces, you know, even adding like Mike Moustakas a couple of days ago, the Angels should be taken a lot more seriously. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they have it by a half a game. Oh, that's going to be a fun race. It oh, is yeah. that the Blue Jays a half game back, the Astros one game back. Then you get to three and a half Red Sox, four and a half Guardians and Mariners. So that, that's, that's going to be one of the races that's going to be fun to watch, unlike the AL MVP, because that's done. As far as uh, other games uh, from baseball last night, how is the air in Chicago, Joe? Because uh, apparently the Cubs still fought through it and they played a baseball game against the Phillies. Phils won five to one. That seemed like a, a pristine opportunity for an under because of uh, thicker, unsafe air. And uh, mm -hmm. that's basically what we saw there. Um, Dodgers beat the Rockies five nothing. Acuna, two more home runs. He's now sitting at 19. He's uh, certainly a clear cut favorite for National League MVP. But uh, how is the air, Joe? Should that game have even been played? I was shocked they played it. Shocked. It, it was, it is li literally. The worst air quality in the world, Chicago, Illinois. The worst in the world. By the way, NASCAR's coming this weekend. Get, to, get those fumes in downtown. Uh, that's going to be interesting to watch all the crashes. Sick. There's like 90-degree turns, by the way. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I'm surprised they played. If you want to point to the Cubs being sluggish, okay. I would give some credit to Suarez because he looked terrific in their 5-1 win. And if you wanted to do a fade to London team parlay, you lost because the Cardinals did just fine. They beat the Astros by a score of four to two yesterday. So I, I was curious how the, how the Cubs would look. They looked awful losing five to one, but the Cardinals did take care of business. And then today's today's matchup between the Cubs and Phillies is interesting uh, with with Nola and Smiley, uh, which we'll get into later on. But yeah, the, the Cubs looked really bad. They uh, they did, and then. The Reds are still hanging on to a half-game lead in the Central because they won. Yeah, the Reds won in our Brewers' money line bet lost. Uh, Mets mm. actually bounced back. They needed that 7-2 over the Brewers. Yay. That was nice. Uh, speaking of uh, losing and such, uh, time for a quick little lesson in baseball statistics. So Alec Manoa, a former Blue Jays pitcher who Ooh. was on our list of losers earlier this season, did you guys see his stat line uh, facing rookies in the Florida Complex League? Two and two-thirds I heard it pitch. was bad. 
11 earned runs, 10 hits, just three strikeouts, and two home runs allowed. That is not good. 11 earned. They kept him out there against rookies, and he got absolutely shellacked. And to me, there's an actual lesson here for all of us in the betting Mm -hmm. space. It's, it was articulated by Tango Tiger, and it's this idea that, okay, you're looking at these box score numbers, and it's safe to say that, yes, Alec Manoa was really, really bad. But if you look at his strikeouts per nine innings rate from that contest, it actually looks serviceable. 10.1 strikeouts per nine, 15% strikeouts per batter. And as Tango Tiger pointed out, this is why strikeouts per nine innings is a terrible statistic because all it tells you is of all of the outs recorded, how many of those were vis-a-vis strikeout. That's not very useful. What is useful is something like strikeout rate where you're looking at strikeouts versus how many batters are being faced. You're sort of changing the denominator, so to speak. So, and, and I'm perhaps guilty of this sometimes as well, but we do hear a lot of baseball folks cite strikeouts per nine innings as a stat And perhaps we shouldn't because it doesn't tell you as much as, say, strikeout rate or other strikeout metrics, especially with StatCast being available now. And I'm guilty of that as well. And I think we do that because it seems to be more digestible for your average fan. Like just putting that in their head per nine, um, some that your casual fan that watches the game, I don't know if they're aware of what a great strikeout rate is. And I, I think that's why it's used sometimes. But, Ed, I want to give you full marks here. You called this. You said it's going to be a rough year for Manoa. This is a guy that was third in AL Cy Young voting last year. This is an all-time call to where, where a guy was viewed as one of the best pitchers in the American League and now we don't know if we're going to see him at this level again. That's how bad it is right now. I, I wasn't necessarily expecting this kind of a collapse, but <laughs> definitely I thought he was a list of losers candidate. And uh, now I can't be on the list because he's not pitching in the majors anymore. So there you go. Tough break for him, though. Hopefully, you know, maybe things will turn around for him. But still, This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will take an early morning dive into a full MLB card right here on the BetQL Network.